Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This Incorporated. Check out nhte.net and be sure you are subscribing to this podcast and telling your friends to do so as well. Besides that website, you can also find the show on iTunes, or as they say, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, and TuneIn Radio. Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Michigan, my guest is a multiple Dove Awards nominee. Just last week, he released his second project in the Second City four-part series, The Second City Part 2, with Part 1 having been released in late January. He has had a song receive national recognition from NBA on ESPN, plus another single was featured on Spotify's New Music Friday and VH1's Black Ink Crew. He was a featured artist on two high-profile tours last year, 2017 Winter Jam Tour, and Sadie Robertson's live original tour. On his YouTube channel, his videos have gained a combined total of over 2.1 million views. You have been hearing a song of his entitled Been There. It's my pleasure to welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, Stephen Malcolm. Bruce, how's it going, brother? (laughs) Awesome, man. It's nice to meet you. I appreciate you making time for this. Hey, man. Appreciate you, bro. Grateful for the opportunity, man. Absolutely. We do always start off by having the guest talk about the song of theirs that was playing during the beginning of the show. So in this case, let's have you tell the listeners about your song, Been There. Yeah, so Been There basically just came from a source of me wanting to tell the world how close we honestly really are to Jesus's experience. So literally, you'll catch yourself a lot of times in life saying, man, like, I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. And I feel like what makes Jesus so awesome, God so awesome, even more than that, is just like, yo, God humbled himself to a man to go through the things that we go through. And if we really want to think about it, like in the hook, I say, no money. I've been there. Friends acting funny. I've been there. Lied say they love me. I've been there. They just want something from me. And if you think of like the life of Jesus, it's just like, Dude, he was a a traveling rabbi with not much. He had friends who he performed miracles in front of, yet still they denied him, yet still they betrayed him. He lived a a life of servanthood where all he did was serve people. That's all, you know what I'm saying? It's just like Jesus has been in our shoes, believe it or not. And so I just wanted to just relay that in the record and giving my life experiences, I know other people have been in in my experiences as well. So just trying to tie my experiences and knowing that it comforts it comforts me that I know Jesus has been here and gotten through it. Amen. Amen. Well said. I, I love the message. And you, you hit it dead on because I think that too many people do get caught up in doubting him, doubting prayer and saying, where is he? He doesn't know what I'm going through. And in fact, he does, because like you just said, yeah. he's been there. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you look yeah. at the crucifixion, you say, I don't think it get much, gets much more real than that. Exactly, man. A, a, a man who would literally know he's, you know, wrongfully 
being executed right now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, but but he did it for the father. He did it for the father, man, and, and fulfilling his purpose, man. Like, that's why I say in, in the song, I say, I'll die for the calling. Because that's exactly what Jesus did, is he died for his calling. <laughs> yeah, you know it. You know it. Well, shame on me. It has been a while since there was a guest on NHTE who is doing Christian music. Stephen, in your case, though, you're doing hip-hop. I wonder, has that helped you bring more people closer to Christ who maybe otherwise wouldn't be drawn to him? And then similarly, how many people do you have to convince that, yes, you can bring people to the Lord through hip-hop? Yeah, it's it's been a, a certain thing of really speaking into a certain culture because me, I come from a hip-hop church here in Grand Rapids, and it was the first church that I stepped into, and it was because it was the first church and the first man of God to really speak my language of the hip-hop culture but have it Christ-centered. And men of God who look like me, sound like me, talk like me, but they love Jesus. It was the first time that I was exposed to that in my life. So for me, it's it's a thing of like going where not everybody would go, speaking the language of a culture that is in need of the gospel as well, that they really, you know, have a skewed view of church or what that really looks like, or even can see a young African-American guy living his life sold out for Jesus. I find that super dope. But then on the other spectrum of things, yeah, you have people who are like, hip-hop is you know it's of the devil and they can't worship to it and and stuff like that and and to those people i say yo like the lord is pleased with what i'm doing um you know if, if you say you can't worship with with hip-hop music then you're saying that you're putting god in in, in some sort of box like no our god has no uh-huh. limits my lifestyle is my worship and me being on these stages is my way of presenting the gospel to people and so People that sit there and, and try to say, you know, hip hop, you know, I'm not into blah, blah, blah. It's just like to me, it's just like, man, like this is my way to minister the gospel. This is my way of worship. And God is very pleased with it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 definitely a work in progress. It's something that I always have to pray for a lot, too, because I was just in Falls, South Dakota. And it was just like, man, they've never heard. They're not they're not really a hip hop driven town. But it's just uh-huh. like for some people, I, I just I just pray that they see even if they're not into the hip hop music, see through that and see a man pouring his heart out before the Lord and spreading the gospel through his music. Yeah, I love your message because, you know, there have been Christian artists on this show. I'm thinking of people like Johnny Diaz, who's been on the show, Lindsey McCall, uh, even Brian Scoggin, the drummer from Casting Crowns. But they're doing one genre of music. But the bottom line here is we're all believers. And so we're all worshiping in some form. And so what you're saying is not only does it not matter if it's the way they do it or the way that Stephen Malcolm does it, but I love when you said it's like it's like we're putting it in a box because now you're going to start getting into, well, does that mean that if I wear certain clothes that I can't worship wholeheartedly? And and no, it doesn't because, you know, we know it's in our heart and God knows what's in our heart. So why do why do people want to draw these lines somewhere? So, you know, God bless you that that you're pushing through that and saying I am bringing people to him and and I'm going to continue to do this whether people yeah, like the music or not. Absolutely, man. Like uh, another story when I was on tour with Sadie, uh some lady was like, you know, I can't understand a word you're saying. I can't worship. And it just reminded me it was like, okay, well, let's say you go over to to, you know, Europe 
a church in Europe and they're worshiping and, you know, obviously you don't speak their language, but they're worshiping in spirit and truth. Just because you can't understand the worship, don't try to say that it's not worship just because you don't understand it and you don't speak that language. That's just right. know that the people that are worshiping are worshiping in spirit and truth and, you know, try your best to open up to it and at least appreciate it. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I was in Italy uh, I want to say in 2009, and I'm Catholic, so I went to a Catholic Mass, but they said the whole thing in Italian, but I still felt the spirit of the Mass yes. because I know kind of the drill, and so even though I didn't understand the words he was saying, I still knew, okay, this is approximately where we are in the Mass, and it didn't matter. Those those barriers all went yeah, down because, of, because I felt like I was home. I was in a Catholic church, and that's all I needed to know. That's awesome, bro. That's yeah, awesome. and you know, I like that this this whole topic that we're on. That you know, you can't put limits on God. I mean, my wife and I just went through something uh, with her job where we were praying about her job. We thought she was going to lose her job, so we were praying for her to find a job somewhere else. And in fact, she ended up getting to keep her job after all. And and I looked at it and I said, "Praise God that He's bigger than we were giving Him credit for," because we were Absolutely. just praying that you would get a job somewhere else, and we didn't see that. As it says in Luke one thirty seven, nothing is impossible for God. You know, we didn't see Absolutely. that you could end up just staying there. So, uh, yeah, you're 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 preaching to the choir here, my friend. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Yes, I appreciate it. Well, we have been blessed to get listeners to this show from one hundred and thirty four countries around the world. So, for those who know you and follow you, thanks for listening to this episode of Now Hear This Entertainment and hang tight. But Stephen, for those who are just being introduced to you for the first time, talk about your musical background and your faith background, and then when and how the two of them crossed. You know, so I guess the yes. the, the when, the where, and the how that you realized you wanted to do hip hop Christian music. Yeah, man. So I've always grew up. Like I said, I grew up in the hip hop culture, and in the hip hop culture, I mean, you know, if if your friends are in a circle rapping, freestyling, ciphering, you just jump in. So music to me has always been something that I grew up around and rapping was just like something that I did for fun with my friends. It wasn't until 2010 where it was my freshman year of college. I did not grow up in church. My parents weren't church going people, but I had a, I had a, I believed in God for the sense of, I didn't want to go to hell. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, I heard of Jesus and I, I never rejected it. I was just like, huh, it's an interesting guy. It's, pre it's a pretty cool story. So 2010, I step into this hip-hop church because a lot of people were inviting me to it. And so I step in here, and I was going through a lot in my life, and church was just that place that I found peace, that I found joy. And so I started going there. I, I found Jesus to be this really interesting guy, and I start my heart started to change the more I kept going to the church. And so after a year, you know, I decided, like, I want to take this thing serious. I hit up the pastor. He starts discipling me, teaches me the foundations of what it means to follow Jesus, not just be a Christian, but to follow Jesus yep. with all your heart. And so after a year of, you know, soaking that all up, getting rooted in my faith, knowing scripture, uh, my pastor was like, hey, it's time to get up and serve. How do you want to serve God's people? Serve the church. And we have a worship team. And like I said, it's a hip hop church. So our worship services here are, are hip-hop music and like spoken word and dance and so i was like you know I'll, I'll give it a shot on the worship team and i stepped on stage and i just fell in love man i fell in love with using my gift to spread the gospel because to me that's what it's all about it's you know go 
make disciples of all nations, teaching them. You know what I mean? Yep. And me, I'm an introvert. So on stage, like I, I, I felt this sense of like being able to open up, being able wow. to talk, being able to, you know, just preach basically from the stage when I'm doing this music thing. And I felt it. And I got a lot of affirmation from a lot of people saying, yo, like you're in your element when you're up there. You really are. You do a really great job. And I, me, I was pursuing a basketball career in college. And so I really prayed about it. And the Lord just shifted my, my, my passions and my heart of what I really wanted to do. And I prayed about it. And I felt God say, go do this. This is you. I'm just using you as a tool. Speak for me. Speak for my kingdom. And so I went. And doors just started opening up, man. It, it was it was a small hobby that I wanted to serve my church with. And by doing that, I fell in love with using my gift to glorify Jesus and to spread the gospel. And I prayed about it, asked God, is this what you want me to be doing? He affirmed it. I went, and now here I am talking to you, man. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's it's beautiful testimony on, on, on a number of levels. Number one, if you consider that this is someone who you just finished saying, I'm an introvert, and you kind of thought, okay, you know, I'm not a real passionate, active believer, but I don't disbelieve. You were just kind of you were just kind of passive in your faith. And so yeah. who would have thought that that Stephen Malcolm would be the Stephen Malcolm who's saying, yeah, I'll join the worship team and I'll give it a shot. <sighs> and here you are up there doing your thing. Not to yeah. mention that it's also great testimony to the power of music and, and what you can do with music and, and not only using it for worship, but the fact that it did turn this introverted Stephen Malcolm into the the worship Stephen Malcolm and now the, the performer who has become you know where you are in, in June 2018. So uh, great testimony on a number of levels. Thank you, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Good, bro. you know, and and for for someone to say to you, I can't understand your lyrics, I'm, I'm interested in that aspect because I liked at the beginning when you were talking about the song that we played because you recited what a few of the lyrics are and listening to you recite what those lyrics are verbally in our conversation, but then also saying, I had someone say to me, I can't understand what you're singing. To me, that brings out an aspect of the music industry which emphasizes how important it is to get good quality recordings because yeah. <laughs> that's that's where you know that's where you're really going to get your money's worth is to get a, a great team at the studio who's going to yep. make sure that like I'm going to perform the lyrics as best I can, but you need to in an audio sense make them as understandable for the listener as you can. Mm-hmm. True that. You don't want to you don't want to hinder your ministry because people can't understand lyrics because of bad recordings. Exactly. I get a lot of a lot of guys, a lot of like up and coming guys try to give me demos and, and the quality is terrible, man. And so, yeah, I always tell them, yo, you, you know, I got to be able to hear and understand. It. It's got to be pleasant to the ear. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And let that be a lesson uh, for those of you who are listening that listen every week because you're trying to learn from me and my guests because you are an aspiring performer yourself. Heed Stephen's insight that he just shared with you, how important it is that those demos are, are top quality. Uh, Stephen, speaking of recordings, congratulations on the release of The Second City Part 2 last week. Yes, yes. Tell the listeners all about that release in particular, as well as the, the overall four-part project on the whole. Yeah, man. So part two came out June 8th. Uh, it was amazing because we dropped part one in January 
and we came out with a bang man we're like we it came out people loved every single song and so we're like man maybe we overdid ourselves but uh <laughs> no nah, we, we we kept working man we kept our head down we kept it you know stayed in the studio and i guess part two i love because i get more into the reggae side of myself and, and my creativity with the music and it still keeps that worship aspect from the beginning to the end and then my other songs in the middle, the body of the, the project is just full of just the MC Stephen Malcolm, the rapper Stephen Malcolm. And my content is continuing to stay true to myself and, and what I'm trying to relay. And the message gets deeper and more personal of when it comes to like what the second city is. To me, part two is like, okay, we've reached the city. Now let's rejoice and and this is what this is what we're we're doing here in the city. And so, yeah, part two is amazing. And we got part three and four coming the rest of the year. And once again, it's like, man, like, you know, I shot for the stars. So now with part three, like, how are we going to get creative and, and go deeper? You know what I mean? So does that mean that those songs that will be on parts three and four are already recorded? Or, or where are you in, in that process? Part three, it's it's already in the brainstorming process. I already have like okay. an outline for it. Okay. We we recorded tons of songs, but it's like we will record songs, and then I'll go to Nashville and record and create like even better songs. You know what I mean? So it's just an aspect of always creating, man. Always being in the studio, always creating. So we have an outlook and an outline of what part three will look like, but there's no telling what we'll create from now till next month you okay. know what I, mean? I, I have all kinds of follow-up questions i, I know i'm not going to remember them all <laughs> uh, let's see for openers listeners uh, only because he mentioned reggae music go back and listen to episode 197 my interview with marty dread he is a singer songwriter based in hawaii who does reggae music uh, has some real interesting stories including um he's done some stuff with willie nelson a lot and uh wow. episode 220 a singer-songwriter by the name of Alex G. She sort of did something along the lines of what you're doing, Stephen, which is kind of releasing things as as part of a series. So you're you're you've just released part two. We're talking about your brainstorming, your your outlining part three. But you mentioned in there that you're going to Nashville to do the recording. I know that you're in Grand Rapids, Michigan, but how does someone in Grand Rapids, Michigan decide that Nashville is the place to go and record as opposed to, say, New York, L.A., or maybe even just in Detroit, for example? How, how did you come yeah. to that? Well, Nashville is where the label is based out of. So we have an, an in-house studio in the building of the record label, and it's it's super nice. But me personally, like I would say if it's not there, then go to places that inspire you. So for mm. part three and part four, we're talking about taking trips for a week out to L.A. Oh. You know, go somewhere where the environment is inspiring, where your creative juices start flowing. So I would say, yeah, for artists, man, if, if you don't have a home studio or a studio at the label where it's like top quality and you have your engineers and producers with you, go somewhere that inspires you, man, you know. And let's be clear, these these different parts in this four-part series, these are EPs, yes? Yes, sir. So the, the number of songs, is it they'll vary from part one to part two to part three to part four? Are you trying to be right around the same number each time or, or just kind of, you know, whatever you have at the time? Uh, trying, to, trying to stay right around the same number. But what happens is, like, honestly, been there almost didn't make the project because we made been there. We actually recorded Been There 
before part one even dropped. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, that was recorded and the video was shot the day that it did drop. Part one did drop. But <laughs> it was it was it was it, it was a good song, but then we created the other four songs that are on part two. But we were like, hey, let's, you know, take this. It's a single. Let's throw it on as an additional song. But the real reason why we threw Been There on there was because to get nominated for a Grammy, you have to have five songs on a project. Ah, yeah. So it's kind of like, hey, it's it's a good song. It's not as good as the other ones, but it's still a great song. Let's put it on there. And if we put a fifth song on there, we can be nominated for a Grammy if that comes. All right. All right. That's 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 a good lesson. We're, we're always learning yes, something sir. here every, every week. Yeah, yeah. Listeners, I do love bringing you this show every week, and it's great to get to meet people like Steven, even when I'm not face-to-face with the guest like I was for last week's episode of NHTE that I did on location in Orlando. But I can do all these different types of recordings thanks to Tascam and the extensive line of gear that I use of theirs. If you are a musician, or yes, if you're a podcaster and you want to record on your own, you're not looking to go to a studio right now, well, Tascam has a wide array of recording equipment. Heck, they even just rolled out a new pro dual cassette recorder. But right now, to record my conversation with Stephen, I'm using stuff that you can just as easily use for recording music. There's so, so much to see if you're even a hobbyist or if you are a recording artist. Or like I said, even if you're a podcaster, it's all at Tascam.com. That's T-A-S-C-A-M.com. Okay, now it's time for Bruce's bonus. This is a segment here on Now Hear This Entertainment where I take off my hat as podcast host and put on my hat as president of Now Hear This Incorporated, giving a helpful tip for the listeners that are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers who are out there trying hard to make a go of it. Today's bonus is, I spend a lot of time talking about, you never know who might be in the crowd, you never know who might be at your show. Well, this time, I'm going to go the other way and say, when you do know who is there, be very alert if the person who booked you is watching you, especially if it's the first time that you're playing somewhere, because you want to see their reactions. You also want to make sure that you're not doing something on stage that you shouldn't be, especially under their watch thinking of things like goofing around or looking off and chit-chatting with a family member in the crowd and so on. You should always strive to do your best show, but be sure to have heightened sensitivity to this scene that I've painted a picture of. Once again, it can only help with getting rebooked. And that is today's Bruce's Bonus. That's really great to know, isn't it? Very helpful, right? Bruce gives out a tip just like that on every episode of this show, and there's an easy way to get all those that he gave out over the first 160 episodes. The ebook series called Bruce's Bonus Book contains four volumes, and they're all available for purchase and immediate download at www.brucesbonusbook.com. Order yours now for helpful tips that you can apply to your career right away. Uh, Stephen, so you were talking about your recent release. Uh, some of your other recent news that I would love for you to share with the listeners is you're having performed both at the Trevecca University Music Festival and at the Nashville Film Festival. Yeah. Yes, yes, sir. Um, man, we did do the film festival. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they all run together, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I forgot about them. Man, did we do it? Or is it coming up? Yeah, yeah, we did, man. That was, um, what do you want to know about them? 
Well, you know, for openers, those have to be very different because something like uh, a university music festival and a film festival, those are not worship events. So, no. so talk about performing Christian hip hop music at a non-worship event. Man, listen, it's it's good because me and my DJ, we can adapt to any environment and still genuinely be ourselves, which is we are musicians that love Jesus. And we it, it's just all about, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but honestly, man, we just go and we just be ourselves, bro. We're, we're, we love people and we love the Lord. So at Trevecca, it was more so of like, it, you know, it was outdoor event and, and people see us and, and our, our show is just very like entertaining to say the least. Mm-hmm. So honestly, we just we just go and us going draws people in because it's just it's it's, it's great. <laughs> you know what I mean? I guess it's the best <laughs> way I can explain it. But more so the, the film festival was the, the different thing because we were it was like a. It wasn't a showcase, but it was built like a showcase. And it was in front of a bunch of people who work for like publishing companies who get a lot of placement stuff. And, Ah. you know, beforehand, like they was like, hey, like, you know, don't go heavy on the preaching and stuff like that. So it's just like, you know, we just did our music. We showed up, we, we did the music and we made sure, you know, we adapted to the environment and everything. So I would just say it's all about just going, knowing what you're getting yourself into, but still staying genuinely true to yourself and you know the message that you're you're trying to spread and with us the message is right in the music but but i'm curious a little bit here and and a part of me feels like i'm about to put you on the spot which i don't like to do because it's not that kind of show and and we just met but but i think a part of it is just also uh you know curiosity because of the business aspect that i like to bring Mm -hmm. to the show so when you said that they told you don't go heavy on the preaching you know i i as a Christian, I feel like, whoa, wait a minute, you know, don't, don't, you know, I feel, I feel like then someone is putting limits on my ministry, but at the same time, the business side says, okay, I get it, you know, and my music is Christian, so, okay, me and my DJ are going to go out here and do the songs, and, you know, like you said, the the message is, so how, how do you handle that as a Christian, but also as a business person who is a recording artist? Yeah, so, I'm going to start with the business side of it. The business, the business part of it is that I'm going to do what it takes to get my message across out there. And I know God is going to take the music and reach whoever he needs to reach with it. So I realized that I am just a tool and I'm a talented young man who God has given this gift of music. So I just go and I trust that God knows what he's doing throughout it you know what i mean yeah yeah so i like that when it comes to the yeah when it comes to the business i just try to steward it to the best of my ability and ask myself two questions with every opportunity that comes at hand am i honoring and loving people and am i honoring and loving god mm, god bless you and, brother i love it and and so with that i just i just go and i have that mindset and that kind of heart behind it now from a christian standpoint i understand like i can't I can't just go somewhere and be like, hey, do you know Jesus? Um, this is what you know. This is no, like I, I firmly believe that there has to be an approach where somebody has to find something. They have to look at you and they have to find something that they're like, hmm, there's something different about them or there's something special about them. Yeah, the Holy so, Spirit um, has to be present. Exactly. To, it has to, to be present. 
Yeah. So when I go to these places, if I'm just sitting here and I, and I didn't preach, all I did was do my music. And now people are going to look at that and they're like, man, this kid is talented. And I said, I said this in, in one of my songs from my album, my first album that I put out. I said, I want people to look at me and see Jesus and say, yo, he's dope. And so <laughs> people looking at me and they're like, yo, he's cool. He's dressed real nice. He's rapping well. Yo, I want to talk to this kid. And then they talk to me and they're like, man, this kid is like a nice kid. Oh, this kid believes in Jesus, man. Like maybe that like, yo, Jesus must have did something really cool because this guy's a really cool guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from a ministry standpoint, sometimes you literally just have to do what you're there to do and let people come to you. Yep. Because yep. people seen Jesus doing these miracles and they flocked around him. Yeah. And my spiritual director once told me, you're trying too hard. He said, just be Bruce and let people see Jesus in you. Yes. Yes. Just like that. Just that. Man. That's a perfect statement. Well, I wonder, Stephen, speaking of those two events, do you prepare for every performance the same way? Or is it a case of, you know, no, you can't. Every show is different. The, the purpose, the <laughs> nah. city, the venue, the crowd. No, nah, I, I always prepare the same way, man, with lots of practice, lots of practice. Me and my DJ, we practice. We actually have practice tonight for a show on the 30th. So we, we practice a lot. And then before every show, man, just getting into that that mode like i listen to some jazz sometimes like before i perform just to get me in like a calm space to clear my uh, head and then i just let god do what he wants to do i love it i love it way back on episode 39 of this show which was our longest episode ever we actually had to release part one one week and then part two the <laughs> next week the guest was 2014 dove awards new artist of the year ellie holcomb Stephen, you were nominated for three Dove Awards, New Artist of the Year, Rap Slash Hip Hop Album of the Year, and Rap Slash Hip Hop Recorded Song of the Year. Was that ever a goal for you? Did, did, did you ever see that as a target, or were you completely caught off guard by getting all those nominations? No, nah, man, I was, I was, you know, it was always in my head, because I had went to the Dove Awards the year prior of being nominated, and I was there, and I was just like, you know, I was soaking it all in. But then, you know, the next year came and I was I was just grateful. You know what I mean? I, I was grateful. And it, it's it's an awesome opportunity to be recognized for your work. So, yeah, man, I was just grateful. I didn't really see it coming, but I always knew, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, I just with music, like I've always seen a lot of fruit. God has always blessed it. And he's always, you know. So, yeah, man, it was good. Awesome. Awesome. Being that I just asked you if Dove Awards were ever a goal of yours, I want to have you talk for a minute to the listeners who are aspiring performers about just that, really going for it. I read a quote from you that said, and I'm just going to read the first part of it, listeners, and then I'll let Stephen take it from there. But I felt this would be good for listeners to hear. You said, quote, whatever you're passionate about, whatever it is that you do, there has to be a burning hot passion inside of your heart to really excel and be the best that God has created you to be. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, so taking like taking away from not taking away, but just keeping that scripture in mind about the talents that God gave. You know what I mean? And, and one, you know, went and doubled it. One just buried it. One spent it away. And I feel like there's value in that story of knowing we we know that the giver is God of all these these gifts and these talents that we have. And with me, it, it, I've always been an ambitious and driven person all my life. Anything that I'm passionate about, I, I give it my all and I, you know, I go at it 100 percent. 
But there's a difference between my passion and what I want to do than what God wants me to do. God, my purpose. So there's a difference between my purpose and my passion. And I feel like if God is giving me this purpose to spread the gospel and to tell the world about truth, me personally, I do. I like. I don't take that lightly. I literally, I want to. I want to steward this to the best of my ability and give my all, just like Jesus did. Like yo, like my man's did not have to, you know, perform all these miracles and teach all these people and go through the persecution that he went through. Like people. Imagine knowing who you are and people just disregarding it and knowing that you're about to save them. And 2000 years later, there's going to be millions of people that don't even believe in you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's just like, man, like I feel like the the zeal and the determination that Jesus had to really fulfill and walk out his purpose and to save the world. Like he did that with all of him. And so with me, it's just like, Yes, I love rapping. I love doing music. I love traveling the world, but I hold truth on my tongue. I speak life into people and I spread a message that is bigger than myself. I want to steward that to the best of my ability. So at the end of the day, I can bring it back to God and say, God, I genuinely went harder at this than anything else in my life. And I give this to you. So that's what I really mean by by that quote is just knowing like, yo, this is a God given thing. Steward it to the best of your ability and give it your all, man. Yeah. And listeners, take that to heart. If you're a performer and you have these days where you look at the time and you roll back over and you say, I'm going to go back to sleep for another 30 minutes or another hour and and take it from Stephen, the, the, the rest of his official quote on his website says, I feel like if God has given you a gift and you're just using it in a mediocre way or giving mediocre potential to it, it's a waste of that talent. There has to be a fire in your heart to really excel and be the best you can be at it. So don't blame God. I'm going to shake. I'm going to wag my finger, shake my finger at you listeners. If you're <laughs> blaming God and saying, why hasn't my career taken off? Because if he has blessed you with this talent and you're just half-assing it, well, then you need to look in the mirror first instead of looking at him and saying, why aren't you blessing me with the rest of, you know, you gave me this talent, where are the riches? It, it, it doesn't work that way. You know, it's not a, it's not a genie that you rub the lamp and, you yeah. know, and, and out comes the, the booking that you've been waiting for or the funding for your next recording project or whatever. So, uh, Stephen, I, I love your, your outlook on that. And, and obviously, you're practicing what you preach. You know, you, I don't think you'd say that and then not do it yourself and look <laughs> at where it's gotten you, three Dove Award nominations. Yeah, man. It, yeah, man. It's it's good, man. Like I said, like, dude, we got to put in the work, man. We got to put in the work. And God put Adam in the garden to work. And when he worked, he reaped fruit, man. So you just got to work. We work and then we see God provide. So Yeah, I don't remember too many stories in the Bible where Jesus told the apostles, well, let's just take a day off. <laughs> yeah, let's just go chill out and, and you know, watch Netflix. <laughs> we'll come back around to, you know, to converting people tomorrow or the next day. But right now, you know, we've, we deserve a day off, right? Musicians, yeah. how many times do y'all <laughs> tell yourselves that? I deserve a day off. Well, do you take that day off and, and someone else is going to get the booking that, that you've been trying exactly. to get? Exactly, <laughs> yep, exactly, Listeners, I am joined today by Christian hip-hop artist Stephen Malcolm, who is checking in on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Visit his official website at stephenmalcolm.com, and so that you're using the correct spelling of his first and last name, look at the title of this episode on your listening device, 
or we will have a link to his website on the show page for this episode on nhte.net. There are lots and lots of links on his website for other platforms where you can find Stephen, including Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. His music is streaming on the likes of Pandora, Spotify, and Google Play, but do purchase his music. You can get it from iTunes, Amazon, and even from his website, Use Stephen's website as well to check out where and when you can go see him perform live. Wow. Dates all over the country from now to October. We will talk about those in just a minute. Meanwhile, if you are listening to this, or I guess any episode of Now Hear This Entertainment through iTunes or Apple Podcasts, as they want us to say, or if you're listening through Stitcher Radio, I would be ever so grateful if you would take just a couple minutes to post a nice review on one of those platforms hopefully accompanied by a five-star rating that actually does help the show. Steven, yeah, getting back to those tour dates. Wow, pack your bags, huh? <laughs> uh, absolutely. Oh, man. my We're gosh. To, tell the listeners about these two tours that you will be doing, the Second City Tour and then the Bible Tour. So the Second City, is it's a concert series that I put together, like a string of 13 shows, um, and I just really want to highlight and push the Second City Series parts one and two. Because, I mean, now, like, I mean, for the longest, me and my DJ have just been doing a lot of the music from my, you know, first album. So now we can actually just go really hard on these songs. So, it's yeah, it's a concert series I put together. I'm going to have, you know, merch out there and, and just doing all these shows. And then after that, we have the Bible tour, which is going to be super awesome because it, I feel like it's going to be a different experience for us. Um, it's, it's a, a collaborative show. And uh, we're touring with, you know contemporary christian artists that we've never done any shows with so super exciting man and for the concert series it's more so it's more so like a built-in audience thing which is cool and festivals and stuff like that so i'm really looking forward to that and it's like a every week thing that we have shows so it's super awesome and in the bible tour man we're back on the back on the tour bus touring around for a month so yeah, listeners, I know, I know that you're going to get upset and go, he's he's going way too fast. But the bottom line is, go to Stephen's website and click into the tour section. You'll see all this. But I want your ears to perk up if you're listening in one of these states so that you can go and look for the date and the city where he will be. But in June, July, and August, the second city tour is going to be in the likes of Michigan, California, Mississippi. I'm going to have to take a breath at some point because this is a really long and impressive <laughs> list. Wisconsin, uh, Michigan, down here in Florida, Nebraska, up in New York, then back here in Florida to uh, West Palm Beach, and Michigan again. Then the Bible tour in September and October will be Minnesota, Texas, Colorado, Missouri, North Carolina, Indiana, Connecticut. Wow. Boy, oh boy, you're going to need a vacation after all that. That's that's very <laughs> impressive. Uh, Speaking of seeing Stephen, wow, I do want to make sure that we highlight his YouTube channel. As I mentioned back in the intro, a combined 2.1 million video views on there. Is is that you, Stephen, that's that's fueling that engine, making sure that there's always new video content being created, or does someone else kind of drive that boat for you and just tell you where you need to be and when? Man, I've always been big on videos and staying in front of people's face, so... I think it's a mixture of me always wanting music videos and the label seeing the value in when it comes to the hip hop space, having a lot of videos because YouTube is the second most searched engine on the internet is Google and then YouTube. And I always try to push that to them. Like, yo, if the song is hot, 
we need a music video for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. I mean, that's that tremendous success. 2.1 million views. That That's not easy to do. So I, I do hope that you're, I know you give it all to the Lord, but I hope you're patting yourself on the back a little bit because that's very impressive. Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. I work hard, so. Well, we're about out of time here, but with the close of the NBA season, I've got to ask, who's your team? The Pistons, because you're from from Michigan? <laughs> no, man, I like the Warriors, bro. The Warriors are an unbeatable team, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, they've... <laughs> They've they've been a good team to be a fan of for four years in a row now, making the finals. Wow! Yeah, it was it was awesome. Well, you know, and and as a sports fan, you have to remember, I'm I'm a big fan of the well of all the Tampa Bay teams, but you know, our Tampa Bay Lightning came one game away from making the Stanley Cup Finals, and as as upset as I was, I said, listen, there was 27 other teams out there that would have loved to have made it as far as the conference finals. So, right. you know. <laughs> Teams like the teams like the Pistons. I mean, the list goes on. You know, here in Florida, the, the Orlando Magic. I mean, there's lots of teams that that would have loved to have made the conference finals. Not to mention the NBA finals. But that's what that what that's what makes being sports fans so much fun. You know, you just keep coming Absolutely. back year after year and hoping that your team can, and in the case of basketball, finally beat the Cavs or the Warriors. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, you know, I used to actually live in Tampa, man. I used to be a huge Bucks fan. <laughs> wow, there you go. That's awesome. When they had uh, when they had a uh, Warwick Dunn, uh, Mike Allstock. Yeah, the A-Train. Yep. Yeah, man, I was I was a huge fan. Um, <laughs> Keyshawn Johnson, remember when Keyshawn played for Oh, yeah. For hey, a while? yeah Keyshawn man. was on the Super Bowl team. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Uh, well, we're going to close today with another song of yours, one called Fuego. Before we let you go, though, tell the listeners all about this song, please. Man, it's just all about just being on fire for God, bro, like, I, I just always remember this book that I seen when I was uh, like a new newbie in the faith. It was called Contagious. It's just about I, I just I just want people to see me and see the light that I'm trying to shine on the Lord and see that I'm just my zeal for God is just is on fire. So I just try to be that contagious match, bro, and try to get other people on fire and excited about following Jesus, man. Awesome. Well, Stephen, congratulations on the new release going to be an, another exciting well i'm going to say year for you but it's going to be an exciting second half of the year for you so continued success with your tour and with part three that we'll all be on the lookout for and everything that you're doing for the kingdom god bless you bless you sir man appreciate you dog you got it listeners that will do it for this week's episode of now hear this entertainment my sincere thanks to christian hip-hop artist stephen malcolm check him out online at his official website stephenmalcolm.com Again, we will put a link on the show page for this episode on nhte.net to his site, and then you can also engage with him on social media. So that means like his Facebook page, follow him on Twitter and Instagram, subscribe to his YouTube channel, and then watch and like the videos on there. For that matter, tell him that you heard him and his music on Now Hear This Entertainment. Keep up with Stephen online so you can see where and when you can go see him perform live. And again, while his music is streaming on Spotify, Pandora, and Google Play, do support Stephen by purchasing it from iTunes or Amazon or directly from stephenmalcolm.com. You'll also find extensive merch on his website. As I mentioned before, if you are listening to this or any episode of Now Hear This Entertainment through iTunes, 
uh, Apple Podcasts, or through Stitcher Radio, I would be ever so grateful if you would take just a couple minutes to post a nice review on one of those platforms, hopefully accompanied by a five-star rating that actually does help the show. Thank you ever so much for listening. We'll send you out with another song from Stephen Malcolm. This is the one he just talked about. It's called Fuego. I got work all on the table, yeah. My bros on payroll. Hey, tell them goons and lay low, yeah. Just keep it fresco. I'm on a whole new level. So keep it muy sosiego. Sauce at the fuego, yeah. Stay with that sauce like Alfredo, yeah. Blessings they come when he say so. Hold up, hot to my haters, I may know, yeah. I put my homies on payroll, yeah. Placed at the top like a Kanko, uh. I throw the deuce up to silence my enemies. Right through that potato. Lighting up the city, the reason I write for. Giving the gospel where the people be needing that light show. Giving the pen and we deliver more sinners with eyes closed. See the light up in the dark, let the skin on my court, yeah. I shine too bright with that light up. See, you will find them who take that boy higher. Three for that win, my touch. Be the mic that's free from my sin. Black ties in that fire. My bros on payroll. Hey, tell them goons and lay low. Yeah, just keep it fresco. I'm on a whole new level. So keep it muy sosiego. Squad, we do not play, we keep it way, way up so high that ain't even no gravity where we stay. Yes, you will suffocate all in the atmosphere. Like, yo, what happened here? Just me, I'm sorry, yeah, I do not care. Look in the sky like that's me, you see there. If no weapon prosper, then I shall not fear. This here, the second city for those who think we do not got it on lock with no key. We are the prodigy, we are the anomaly, strengthen me, outnumbered. We are IPAV, we are slightly crazy, we are Patrick Swayze. We go and go till the end, oh, but we do not end, oh. Joe told me, snap, I'm like, let go. Hypebeast all over that fuego I got work all on the table, yeah My bros on payroll Hey, tell them goons and lay low, 